All right, hello and welcome to another episode of The Remake Mistake, brought to you by WolfbaneBlooms.com. In this podcast, we take a look at an original horror movie and its remake in order to answer two questions. First, does the remake stand up to the original? And second, should it have been remade at all? Or was the remake a mistake? Even a man who is pure in heart and says his prayers by night may become a wolf when the wolf bane blooms and the autumn moon is bright. I forgot the first rule of remakes, Joe. Don't fuck with the original. All right, in this episode, we're going to be taking a look at the 1993 Leprechaun as well as its 2014 reboot slash remake, uh, Leprechaun Origins. I am Eric, and with me as always is Mike. Hmm. Yeah, great. <laughs> okay, starting off strong. Um, man, this movie, these movies. Yeah. Talk about different movies. Yeah, not even close to being the same. No. The, I mean, there are some elements borrowed. Yeah, completely uh, different ballpark. Yeah, these two movies. They took the probably pitch idea from the first one and said, "Let's make a different movie." Yeah, um, this was not your first time seeing either of these movies. No, I've seen I've seen all the Leprechaun movies. It's been a while since I saw the first one because it's of all oh, five, six, seven of them, counting the remake. It's my least favorite because it's because it's a bad movie. Yeah, it's just not as fun. Yeah, this was this was <laughs> my first time seeing the original all the way through. Last time we attempted to watch it about a year ago, yeah. I fell asleep uh, about 25, 30 minutes in. If that. Which speaks volumes for the film. Yeah. And then <laughs> this was my first time seeing the the reboot remake. Which we watched first this yeah. time. So you got to see the reboot remake first, and then you yeah. saw the original. Yes, all the way through for the first time which was quite an experience. Yeah. Um, I wish we could have recorded you watching that one. Cause yeah. it was, I think several times I said things like, Oh my God. Yeah. Or Jesus Christ. Yeah. That was like my, my general reaction to the entire film. Yeah. And it wasn't wrong. It's no. probably what the public thought when they were watching it. Yeah. It's, um, it's a mess. If you listened to our last episode about my bloody Valentine towards the end, um, I had mentioned that it was shocking to me that a movie of that quality during that time didn't get a franchise. Mm-hmm. And you had asked me what were some examples of, of movies that didn't deserve franchises. And I said Puppet Master. But after having seen Leprechaun, I would now change my answer to Leprechaun. It's shocking to me that this film spawned like six other movies. I think if it would have been a better movie, it would have been a lot easier to make the sequels. And the sequels aren't any good, and I don't think anyone ever thought they were good when they were making them. Yeah. I mean, we were looking at, what, two, Leprechaun 2, 3, and 4 have a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes? Yes, I think so. That's pretty astounding. And 3 through the rest of them, minus the remake, were not released in theaters because 2 did so badly. Yeah. This was... um, TriStar's very first film, right? First in-house production when they were branching out for other stuff. Yeah. Which they're not they only lasted from doing this one till 2000, so yeah. 7 years. 7 years. And they made nothing good. Yeah. That's that's crazy. Yeah. Um so it's writer a cube. Yeah. 
writer-director Mark Jones came from a background in TV. This was pretty much... It was a TV commercials? Yeah, he he was a fan of <laughs> Lucky Charms commercials and, and wanted to see what the leprechaun would be like as an antagonist. Yeah. Well, it was interesting because I was reading that it was supposed to be originally kind of a scary kids movie. Which makes sense when yeah, you watch it. it would have been it. a lot better. Yeah. But then they added the gore, and that didn't blend well with the really cheesy comedy. Right. I, I think I mentioned and you I put earlier. That in quotes. Yeah. Um, I think I mentioned earlier that I don't think this film was successful as a horror movie or as a comedy. It kind of just like, it, it floundered as both, and it just, it was bad. Yeah. I mean, I guess people like it, though. I mean, that people have had yeah. to like it. Sci-fi plays it on uh, St. Patrick's Day every year. Yeah. And I mean, maybe, I don't know, if people know exactly what they're getting into, I guess it could be enjoyable. I would put this movie up there with all the sci-fi original movies. Yeah, I mean, the whole thing felt like an episode of a TV show. Yeah. Or like, like it felt like it could have been an episode of the early X-Files or something. Ooh, that's... <laughs> That'd be a bad X-Files episode. Yeah. Anyway, okay, so this this is sitting right now at a 23% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yes. Um, it's about an hour and a half. It's pretty standard fare. It feels longer than that. Yeah. Um, starring, of course, Warwick Davis, mm-hmm. uh, who continued throughout the entire franchise. Well. Other than the remake. Yeah. As the Leprechaun. They brightly went with someone else. Yeah. And Jennifer Aniston in her feature film debut much regretted feature film debut i think is it the only movie that features her old nose (laughs) did they recast that for later things yeah i don't have an answer to that um and she does okay yeah honestly she's what she has you can see that she's gonna be she's gonna make a nice home with this kind of bad movies yeah it would just move to the romantic and she would just make nothing worthwhile yeah, it's um, she's kind of the bright star in this yeah. in this movie. Well, the little critters kid is pretty bright uh, star. The little critters kid, yeah, it's the big bad. dummy from <laughs> from from Pee-wee's Pee-wee. Big Adventure. Yeah, Francis. Yeah, and that, and then one other guy, and that's the cast. That's the whole movie. Um, all right, well, let's talk a little bit about it at least. So the premise of the movie is that um, this man who we're introduced to in in the longest credits sequence maybe of all yeah, time. Yeah, the credits are happening. And this is what makes it feel like a TV episode because the credits are happening at the bottom of the screen. Yeah. So Dan O'Grady returns from a trip to Ireland with a stolen bag of leprechaun gold. Mm. Um, the leprechaun comes, obviously, to get him, kills his wife. Uh, Dan- Mixed tea. Yeah, he, he, he sits in a rocking chair and drinks tea. Um, Dan O'Grady uses a four-leaf clover mm. to uh, immobilize him, stuffs him into a crate, is about to light it on fire, and has a stroke. Is that what happens? I'm sure they explained it and I wasn't paying attention. I think it's a stroke. Yeah, because he's still alive. He comes in later to die. Yeah, just to die. Yeah. But anyway, that's the whole intro. That's all the backstory you need to know. The bulk of the film takes place 10 years later. So our leprechaun has been just stuck in this crate for 10 years. Yeah. You brought up an interesting point earlier. Do leprechauns Yeah, need do to they eat? need to eat? Do they need to drink? Do they go to the bathroom? I guess not. I don't know. It's never explained. Yeah. He's just in a crate for 10 years. I also wasn't aware that 
leprechauns made a living at making shoes and their love of making shoes and cleaning shoes plays a major role in this movie. Yeah, and the it's whole shoe thing. More important than their gold? Yeah. I guess is that how they get their gold? By making shoes? And if they, if leprechauns have powers, can't they just fix and clean the shoes with their powers? The whole power thing is something that I have a huge issue with, but we can talk about that in a bit. Yeah. Because the powers are, are criminally underutilized in this movie. To clean the shoes. Well, yeah. Hmm. The only thing he uses his power for is to, like, transport. And even that, he uses uh, 50% of the time. I think I saw it maybe three times. The transporting? Well, he transports, and the first time he does it, he kind of screams as he's transporting. <laughs> I don't know if that's meant for he's in pain or to be scary it's a cool effect though there's like a um a computer graphic effect of like as he's transporting in there's like a horse bone and yeah there's there's bone and and uh muscle and then skin but i mean he transports all over the place you just don't see it like yeah, he appears in a if refrigerator he was in that crate do well, no he couldn't transport out because there was a four-leaf clover the clover does does away with all of his powers too Right. Okay. And, and not, he didn't have the gold, right. so that was also doing away with his powers. Gotcha. The other times he used his powers was to close a door. Mm-hmm. Very and, briefly. That and, door was closed for 20 seconds. Yeah. And then when he's got the gold, when Jennifer Aniston pulls the gold up from a well, spoiler he's standing, alert. Well, the whole, if you're listening to this, the whole damn thing is a spoiler <laughs> alert. We're talking about the movies. She's holding the gold in his hand. In her hand, and he's probably maybe three, four feet away. Yeah. And he transports the gold from her hand to his hand. <laughs> like I said, I, I take issue with his powers in this movie. Yes, that wasn't necessary. Yeah. Also, like, just just the last conversation that we had here about this leprechaun lore, mm-hmm. it's, it's unbelievably underexplained in this movie. Like when we looked at the wolfman in our first episode they spend a good chunk of time in both movies um kind of not like force feeding you but but telling you about they give you the exposition right you need. the the things that you need to understand this movie they're just like ah eh, sometimes he can transport things sometimes he can close a door other times he's just obsessed with shoes like there's yeah. no there's no background to like what a leprechaun is supposed to do were they trying to hide something from us or were they just expecting the public to know i mean the remake does it a lot better where they you know it's they take the time to explain it but the problem with that is it can also feel like all right this is one of the beats they have to hit right i agree totally and i mean maybe the original would have suffered even more from taking time to explain but we'll never know because good lord it's in the past i think it would have it would have hurt more all right so anyway let's get back into this movie a little bit um 10 years later jennifer aniston's character tori and her father who is can't possibly be old enough to be her father older than her. well she just looks older i, I guess. don't know i don't really know how old she's supposed to be in this movie anywhere from 16 to old 26 enough to have slept around quite a bit okay well she said it <laughs> enjoy the feeling of a leprechaun rubbing her leg yeah all right Anyway, so we we get some little exposition of just the fact that um, she's like a city girl. She doesn't want to be there. And this this leads them. This kind of just like leads the beginning of this movie, I guess. Right. Yeah. They're in this old house. 
which they're in Dan O'Grady's house, yeah, which has been ten years abandoned, and now it's just a shit show, right? Um, so the crate's still in the basement, and um, then we get introduced to the characters, which we kind of mentioned this this trio of house painters, the most inept house painters um, to mm. ever exist, come over. We, yeah, we've got Francis from Pee Wee's Big Adventure playing Ozzy, the big dummy. We've got this little kid who looks like the little critter character. Spot on. And then we've got the like um, the love interest, the Kevin Bacon character. Yeah, the hulky, um, masculine Nathan is his name in the in the movie. So the three of them come. They start painting the house like they've never touched a paintbrush in and their I, entire lives. I mean, it's just a small point. But this movie defies logic in a lot of like simple ways. Yeah. As we were talking earlier, it doesn't make sense why they would just, hey, you know, this old house. (laughs) The whole house is filled with like comic cobwebs, like haunted house style cobwebs. And And the first thing they do is just start painting the outside of the house like this neon blue and neon green or neon red, I mean. Yeah, but whoever was selling the house, why wouldn't they clean it up first? You sell a house, you get a little bit cleaned up. Ah, this. hmm. Yeah, it's a mess. Um, So, of course, they open the crate. Um, lepre- well, they don't open the crate. He he knocks the clover off. The leprechaun punches out of the crate. Yeah, because he gets caught. Because he falls for the old kid in a crate. Kid in a crate bit. The leprechaun can also make his voice sound like anybody's voice. Wouldn't that be a power that he would have lost? I guess that comes into play so many times in this movie. That's, yeah, his one power is to just make voices. Yeah, as an impression. He literally does it like seven yeah, times in this movie. He goes on tour for that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So we get a little bit of exposition. Basically, they're explaining this whole scene just explains the fact that he wants his gold back. That's the whole thing. Yeah. He just wants his gold. Um, Nothing wrong with that. So after he escapes, we get a magic rainbow in the sky. Yeah. They call it a magic rainbow. Because there was no rain. And the big dummy said it. So it just appears. The big dummy, we find out, needs a brain operation. Yeah. So he. So Ozzy and the kid, who are just like, they're the comic relief of this movie, I guess. We'll call them Little Critter. Even though nothing in this movie is funny. So Ozzy and Little Critter go to investigate the rainbow. They find a rusted truck where they find the bag of gold. Ozzy, this is important to the story. (laughs) Ozzy eats one. He eats (laughs) He's biting it to see if it's real. And he swallows it. Big dummy. Yeah. Um. So now it's in his stomach. And remember that because it's super important. Yeah, because when you eat, it goes to your stomach. Yep. Um, all right. So we're not going to talk about everything in this movie because it's just it's too dumb. But uh, Tori ends up getting scratched by the leprechaun. Then Papa, Papa, Papa Tori sticks his hand in a tree. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's when that's when she feels him caressing her leg. Right. Why was he doing that? I don't know. Well, in the second one, he tries to find a bride, so maybe two birds, one stone. I don't care. Um, <laughs> so Papa Papa Tori gets his hand ripped up, so they go to the hospital. The damn cat bites him. And now, which is just this, this just destroys my mind. The leprechaun, several times in this movie, uses comical means of transportation mm-hmm. to follow them places the whole movie they're just like running back and forth between places so he he takes um a tricycle he takes a 
roller skates. He takes, takes a, a wheelchair. <laughs> he takes um, a go-kart. A go-kart. A little kid's car. A toy car. Um, it's just stupid because we've already seen that he can transport himself anywhere. Well, some of these he does before he gets his powers back. Like the tricycle, he doesn't have his powers, so he just has to ride it. Once he gets his powers and can actually, and gets the gold and He gets his transport. gold in the last, like, three minutes of the movie, though. He's transporting all over the place before well, He that. gets most of his gold, and then they go back in the house, and then he goes off and counts it. Because remember, this was another big issue you had. Yeah. They, he went to find him. Oh, yeah. To go into the yeah, house. Yeah, we'll get into that in a minute. Um, all right, so he, he the first thing he takes is a tricycle. So he just comically is riding a tricycle around. Good um, stuff. It's not. It's not good stuff. Um, Ozzy and the little critter take one of the coins to a uh, antique collectible shop to get it appraised. See right here, the leprechaun appears in the safe. So he transports himself into the safe. Mm. You see, it's all coming together now. Does he have to have possession of the gold, or does he just need to be near it? I don't. Like I said, they never explain anything. Um, so this is this is a horrible, dumb scene. He he. Comes oh, I guess out of that's the safe. another mode of transportation he uses. He uses a pogo stick, and he pogo sticks <laughs> the shop owner to death. Well, first he scares up his face real bad. He just pogo sticks his face. No, he just puts his hands on people's faces because he does this a couple of times. Then he moves his hand and their face is all just gnarly. I think he's like digging his nails in, isn't he? It's like ever so slightly. I don't know. The way the makeup changes constantly between this guy's face is just all bloody. Oh, wait, now it's just a few scratches. Well, yeah, because I think what you had mentioned earlier, they added a lot of this gore in post because they were trying to make it a more mature movie. So like, for example, in this pogo stick scene, every time there's a close up, this guy is like... He's like just gushing blood from pogo yeah, stick holes, yeah. and then they cut to a <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> they cut to a wide shot, and he's you know he's relatively just bruised. Yeah, like like you would expect from a a, um, a child jumping on you with a pogo stick. Yeah. Anyway, so that's really the first what real death in this movie, right? It's death by pogo stick. Well, unless you count the wife. Oh yeah, in the beginning. Yeah. Anyway, it kind of sets the 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 tone for the movie. Death by Pogo Stick could be a subtitle to this movie. Um. Let's see. Okay, so this is where he so when when after he Pogo sticks the guy to death, he steals a toy car. This scene is just mind numbing. He he gets pulled over by oh, a cop yeah. driving the toy yeah. car. The cop who speaks in monotone. Yeah. So the cop. Uh, pulls him over he does the weird face grab thing and then there's like this painful extended sequence of him chasing the cop through the woods yeah but there's a lot of comedy bits in here i mean it's not funny none of it lands but he's i guess these are more powers he has he has the power to go appear in one spot and then slightly over (laughs) again Uh uh-huh it's like Scooby-Doo with the doors. They run in one door and they come out another. Sure. That's what that felt like. It was bad. Set in, like, the forest of the Wolfman. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And the cop's just standing there, and then he sees his hat, and that's the end. Right. Just, just, he kills him. Yeah. Um, so later on, we get a the Lucky, lucky Charms scene, the Lucky Clovers scene, um, 
Which you want to tell the the backstory of the lucky first? Clovers? I want to bring up another question I have. <laughs> All right, do that it. way I brought up during the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> now the leprechaun does he? He he says in this that he's six hundred years old. Yes, he does. But does he know what modern technology is? Because he sees the cop's gun and he just takes it and throws it away. But also later he gets confused by a mirror. Like he's like whoa. Well, no, he got confused by a mirror because that's hilarious. Oh, my God. He was God. looking at it, and he sees a monster in it, and then it's him. But then he's looking at it again, and he's getting himself all turned on. Oh, Jesus. I just, if he had a gun, why wouldn't he just use it on the cop? I don't know. I guess he wants to torture torture his victims. Does he, though? I mean, his M.O. is not clear, because in the beginning, all he wants is his gold back. Yeah, why is he killing the cop? Well, I guess the cop was a dick to him, and he said it's not nice to be mean to a leprechaun. Maybe that's another piece of lore. If you bug a leprechaun, I'll kill you. <laughs> After an extended chase sequence. Yeah. Yeah. All but right. anyways, with the Lucky Charms... Yeah, give me the Lucky Charms story again. And this is relevant to both movies, because this is one of the things that carries over where they were given the rights to use the name Lucky Charms. The leprechaun finds it, eats it. Well, in the movie, he spits it out because it's gross. And then they put that in there. Once the company, Lucky Charms company saw, whoever they are, (laughs) Sir Charms sees the movie and realizes that it's a really distasteful movie, they say, you can't use that, can't use our name. So they can either reshoot it or just cut that scene out. So they chose to reshoot it, and having seen the movie, I don't know why they didn't just cut the damn thing out. But now it's Lucky Clovers in the movie. And then at the end of the movie, uh, the little boy who's about to kill a leprechaun, instead of saying... uh, Uh, You're out of luck or something. Yeah, you're out of luck, which is a much better line. Yeah, Uh, He just says straight up, fuck you, Lucky Charms. Yep. And that's so, that's become like the line. Yeah. Which knowing the backstory, it makes a lot more sense. Yeah. It's actually a lot more awesome knowing the backstory. Yeah, because fuck you, Lucky Charms doesn't even make sense. Why would you call him Lucky Charms? Because he's a leprechaun. Yeah, but he's not a Lucky Charms. True. That's anyway. Yeah, but that's yeah, a great that, story. Yeah, that's better than the whole movie. Yeah, I'll just I, I just make that, that into a movie. Yeah, the true story of Leprechaun. And Lucky Charms. Um, so, yeah, so he, he spits out the Lucky Clovers in the movie, and uh, it's just a very clear rip-off box. Oh, yeah. Um, and then he, he he just starts shining shoes again. I mean, there's like... He sees shoes, and yeah, then he cleans them. Starts shining he, shoes. He does a good job, because they go from being black masses to being blue suede. Oh, Jesus. Don't say it out loud, man. <laughs> that's what, that, that's what they end it. up being. Yeah, don't say it. It's not worth it. Um, God, do you think that was the intention? I hope not. They're suede and they're blue and they're shoes. Yeah. Hmm. Um, also around this time, we learned that the leprechaun can apparently be shot infinite number of times without any sort of damage. Yeah, because he gets shot a lot. From here to the end, he gets shot like 10 times. Yeah, is this about now is when... Yeah, so so now... Um, Kevin Bacon? Yeah, Nathan, our, our hunk, gets Nathan his Bacon. leg caught in a bear trap. Well, this, that was... He's walking, and there's a big barrel just sitting, like a good-sized barrel. 
and he trips over it. Yeah, it falls into the bear trap. Yeah, leg first, shin first <laughs> in the bear trap. <laughs> yeah. So they shoot the leprechaun a bunch of times. Um, he He's fine mm-hmm. every time. I don't know why they keep shooting him. He's never wounded by the bullets. It's okay. Well, it does slow him down. It, like, momentarily stuns him. Yeah, but if they use that to slow him down, that's fine. Well, they do. And yeah. at one point they do, and they try to escape. He runs off into the barn. You hear, like, he comical... Run off. He just, uh... He just hobbles No, I thought he ran into the barn. No, because we see the, the kid goes in there, little critter goes in there, and then it pans up, and you just see his feet dangling. So either... He, no, 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 this, that, that's later. Oh. This is when he runs in there and you hear all this, like, comical oh, yeah, whirring yeah. and, like, sawing yeah, sounds. Yeah, like Three Stooges or Bugs yeah, like, Bunny working. Yeah, and then he comes yeah, no, out. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> and then he comes out, like, a minute later with, a, like, a go-kart. Yeah. Like, he built a go-kart. I guess he put a pitchfork on a go-kart. Yeah, and then he, he, he floors it into the side of this huge pickup truck and flips it over. Yeah, and he says it's important to know that every time he does anything, I don't remember exactly what he said, but he says some pretty cheesy garbage. Yeah, like he's delivering one-liners the entire time. That aren't even good. No. Like this is something that your uncle who has only seen a handful of movies would see. Not your uncle specifically, sure. but uncles in general. Sure, thank you. Um, so the later on there's another scene that I have a problem with, which you alluded to earlier, which is... The leprechaun is chasing them into the house. He's right on their tail. They slam the door on him, and his hand gets severed, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Falls into the house. He's on the outside still. Mm -hmm. The severed hand, like, crawls up the door, like Evil Dead 2 style. Or, yeah. Yeah. Opens the door. So you think, oh, shit, the hand just let him in the house. Nah, the hand just crawls out, and then he gets it and walks away. Well, he has to go fix his hand. Ugh, I refuse to. Be- I refuse. Yeah, to I guess that's. That. An, is that another power the leprechaun has, where he can regenerate things? Not regenerate, but reattach limbs. Well, later he with the cop. Yeah, because they come across the cop car again. Jennifer Aniston sees it, lights going from the cop that died. Apparently, the leprechaun was nice enough to put the cop, uh, the cop's body back in the car. I think that was a different... Was that the same cop? I think that was supposed to be the same cop because no. his face was all gnarly. You're right. And then he rips the cop's eye out because Jennifer Aniston, Tori, shoved the nightstick into the leprechaun's eye and the leprechaun broke it off. Mm-hmm. And then the leprechaun steals the cop's eye yeah, and says, eye like, for an eye. Oh, <laughs> and then shoves the eye in his eye. It's like now an, he has an eye. It's like an Irish Jeepers Creepers. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> All right. So at this point, you know, they know that the leprechaun just wants the gold, so they give him the gold. Yeah. Which is like a smart move. When he transports it three feet. Right. He counts it, finds out there's 99 pieces of gold. They're missing one. Mm-hmm. It's in Ozzy's tummy. Yeah, big dummy. Yeah. Um. The whole the whole end of this movie is like is the worst thing to me. It's this it's this comical parts of it. I liked it's this the like, scene in the kitchen. Yeah, it's like it was so stupid. Yeah, that was very. That was more like laughing 
where he jumps into the cabinet, they open it, and he pops out of a different cabinet door. Yeah, but like, there's door only three cabinets. Three. Yeah. And then does it again, and he's not in there. Then he comes out of the drawer, and he pinches the guy in the dick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bad scene. And then immediately after, he finds a skateboard somewhere. Yeah. And he's skateboarding back and forth in different poses while Nathan tries to shoot him. Yeah, which the whole time, he his leg is still bandaged because they haven't been able to get to the doctor yet. Yeah, so he's hobbling around. Yeah. And then... And then Jennifer Aniston goes to call the police and in a little tiny uh, like doll hand comes out of the receiver and like tickles her face. Well, he kills the phone. The phone rings. They answer it. It's him. She throws it. The phone's off the hook on the ground. It rings again. They choose to answer it again. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when the little horrible hand comes out. So. Yeah. Um, Tori decides she's going to go find Dan O'Grady. Who's in a rest home? So to distract the How didn't leprechaun. How did they find out Dan O'Grady was in the rest home? Ozzy knew. Why would he? I don't listen. Maybe that's where he lives. Yeah. Because he's mentally un. Okay. So to distract balanced. the leprechaun, they just throw shoes all over the place. Yeah. Which and is which is where he we goes find nuts. Yeah, that maybe shoes are more important than gold to yeah. him. There's Could, no clear priorities yeah. here. And a real bad foot fetish, I guess. Mm. Um, yeah. Then he, he ro- he's roller skating here. He leaves a leprechaun shaped hole in the fence. Yeah. Which, this that is what was I bad. S- I said out loud. Oh my god. Yeah. When I saw that, it was horrible. Yeah. Like Goofy going, like Roger Rabbit going through the blinds. Yeah. He he chases Jennifer Aniston around the nursing home in a wheelchair. He's in a wheelchair and she's just running. Mm. Bad bad scenes. Um, I mean, that's about it. Grady tells her to find a four-leaf clover that they can kill him with. As he's hanging for some reason, he got into the elevator shaft. Yeah. Um, they do. They find a four-leaf clover in a clover patch. With a green light on it. Yeah. Little critter kid shoots it out of a... Um, slingshot. There is the word I was looking for. Shoots it out of a slingshot down the leprechaun's throat delivers the iconic fuck you lucky charms line yeah and then they get, actually get some pretty decent horrible makeup yeah he like starts melting yeah and then his skull like it's very reminiscent of child's play the end of child's play with his right. face being melted off right and he's still like alive and he's like Aah. yeah then he falls down the well and there's like a bunch of lights that green lights flash yeah and... like a spirit coming out yeah but wait, he's not dead. No, it's a fake out. He climbs climbs to the top, making he says, horrible sounds. And I quote <laughs> Right. So Nathan pours a bunch of gas down the well and blows it up. Yeah. And then we get this voiceover that says, My soul now dwells in, in the well, well or whatever. That's gonna be swell. Yeah. The hotel. Oh well, oh well, oh well. Yeah, Montel. So that's the whole movie. That's it. Yeah. So it could have been a lot better. Yeah. But I'm not sure how it could have been better. Yeah. It just wasn't. It didn't. It didn't do anything for me. Well, I, no. I love a horror comedy. I love, uh, you know, like like 80s. Uh, this wasn't the 80s, but I love that kind of like 80s movie. Um, that's kind of cheesy. And this was all of those things, but none of them well it wasn't charming no it was just kind of it was just kind of off-putting yeah 
Yeah, I mean, he has so many powers that he should have been using. Well, and that's people's problem with the Leprechaun franchise as a whole. There's zero continuity. Like, every single movie, he has different made-up powers, um, different timelines. Like, I imagine some of them he would have throughout, like... I don't know. In like one of the movies, he, and... he turns people into leprechauns. Yeah, because if he bites someone, he turns him into a leprechaun in the third one when he's in Las Vegas. Right. Which makes sense. You know, sure. gold and luck. And, which has one of my favorite scenes from all of the movies. Hmm. Is when he bites a guy and he's in some hotel high up. Bites the guy to turn him into a leprechaun. Guy stabs him in the head with a pencil and throws him out of the window and you just see a fake dummy. A fake dummy. A dummy <laughs> falling, this flailing to the ground. Mm-hmm. I just have some good. I I have some good memories of these movies. Yeah, there was a time when they were making one almost every year, right? It was. It went so the first, second, third, and fourth was ninety three, four, five, and six, mm. all the way up to space. And then they went to the hood, and they had to take some time off. What was what year did Back to the Hood come out? Do you know, Back to the Hood yeah, the was two thousand three. Okay, so 2003 to 2014. It's a pretty sizable gap from yeah. Back to the Hood to the reboot. He was busy doing all the Harry Potter movies, work. Sure. Jennifer Aniston was busy trying to wipe this clean of her, her resume. <laughs> trying to forget. Yeah. All right, so 2014 brings us Leprechaun Origins, produced by the World Wrestling Federation and starring Ooh, Dylan. Federation? They changed it, WWE. What is that? I don't know. Adoration. <laughs> Starring Dylan Hornswoggle, Postal or Postal. I don't know anything about wrestling as the <laughs> I, Leprechaun. I don't think someone's name has anything to do with wrestling. Well, I, if I knew wrestling, I might know how to pronounce his name. Um, as the Leprechaun. Um, <laughs> Which know? is a lot different. Yeah. It's a very dark movie. This movie has a 10% on Rotten Tomatoes. Which is, I'm a little surprised by that. It's pretty disliked. It's also 90 minutes, almost the exact same runtime. I think that people disliked this one because they were, because the people who saw it were fans of the original franchise and they expected something like it. That's fair. I feel like when they were promoting this movie too, um, they promoted it with a pretty heavy tie into the original franchise. Not like that it was going to be another sequel, but like, you know. I mean, it's 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 like a leprechaun movie, you know. Yeah. It wasn't like it. Oh, it's just another movie about a leprechaun. Like it was like, no, this is another movie. Yeah. This if you didn't know the, of the other ones of the franchise, then I could definitely see this just being a standalone. No one knew about. Yeah. So yeah, like like you said, this movie is very dark. Very, um, I don't know. It, it's it's shot like a typical like low budget horror movie like you'd expect yeah which it's tie-in to the knowledge of an original franchise elevates it because now you see them doing something better right but as a standalone it's it's garbage yeah i mean if you saw this movie and didn't know of the other leprechaun movies would you be upset yeah I mean, I would think, okay, I would think like, hey, that's that's not the best movie we've seen recently. Oh, yeah, it's definitely not the worst. But I thought, yeah, I mean, we see a lot of bad horror movies. And I thought it was passable. Yeah. It was predictable. Um, I think we would have easily forgotten about it. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I, I've pretty easily forgotten about it now. Yeah, it's true. But um, it should be fun then. <laughs> once we finished it, I was like, hey, that wasn't that wasn't. That no, bad. I mean, I've seen it. I don't mind rewatching that one. I have a little issue rewatching the '93 Leprechaun. It's almost hard to even compare these two movies because they're so drastically different. I mean, the the basis is the same. Where it's it's a story about a leprechaun trying to get his gold back, killing people. Well, no, we don't even know he's. Is he trying to get his gold back? He's just trying to get gold. No, well, yeah, because we find out the backstory a little ways into the movie that it's it's kind of a revenge plot from, um, you know, this village. Their ancestors ancestors took his gold, and now yeah. he's coming back for for like repayment every year or whatever. Wait, so, so I'm already having yeah, issues what, remembering. Let me let me give a little breakdown of the plot of this one because the basic plot is very different. Mm-hmm. Um, so the basic plot of this one, and this is not something that's given to us right in the beginning. This is this is kind of unfolded over the whole course of the movie. But the gist of Leprechaun Origins is that there's this small Irish village who's being cursed basically by this leprechaun, who, like I mentioned, their ancestors had taken gold from him. And now he comes back mm-hmm. and kills basically some people in the village yeah, every but what? year. Is it every year? I thought they explained it as every year. So basically, what they do is offer this leprechaun monster human sacrifices. Yeah, well, first it's important to note that this leprechaun is just a monster with no, he doesn't speak, he doesn't wear clothes. He's kind of just like a featureless yeah, creature. Kind of, he looks not dissimilar from the. Not dissimilar. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ. From the uh, the creatures in the descent. Sure. Yeah. yeah. That's almost exactly what it, he looks like. Yeah. And so the people of the small uh, village they sacrifice visitors to this monster to appease so him. So do they still have the gold from the ancestors? I mean, who knows? I don't. I don't know if they explain how many years it's been. Maybe it's been like a thousand years. Yeah, but. Why wouldn't he just... Oh, no, because the town's only 300 years old, they they say. Hmm. I forgot they said that. So, at the most, it's 300 years. Yeah, but this... Hold on, I'm having issues right off the bat. Go ahead. So, first of all, if he doesn't get gold, he'll just take lives. And then what happens? He kills... Say there's four people in a cabin, he kills four people. Then he's on his way to kill more people, or he's like, all right, good job, guys, I'll see you in a year. I don't know if they explain it, but the vibe that I got was that he'll take any sacrifice because I think, I think they mentioned at one point that like, I think the, well, I don't want to get into this whole thing now, but there's like a subplot of one of the, one of the villagers having a change of heart about sacrificing people. The son, the son, he's being brought into the business, right? The business of sacrificing visitors (laughs) and I'm I'm pretty sure, (laughs) I'm pretty sure he mentions to his father at one point, like, Hey, why, why do we have to give them all four? Let's let two of them live. Yeah. And so, like, I feel like it's just any well, amount of sacrifice. Well, then the dad said he was, they're trying to build up, saying, saying maybe we can build up some credit. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, that's pretty much the, the like, underlying plot of this movie. So, you've got these visitors who are our protagonists trying not to be killed by the leprechaun. Yeah, and we get the predator, predator view from the leprechaun as yeah. well. He's got, like... That, that's, like, probably my least favorite part. He has, like, that predator heat vision. Everything's green, except when he sees gold, it becomes, like, you know, gold. And I guess people also glow gold, so maybe there's that connection. 
Also, it wasn't that's why green. It, takes people. it was like that yellowish red. When he actually sees the gold, everything else is just bland, and then it shines bright. Hmm. All right, so I'm colorblind, so no. Yeah, I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna mention that, but now the, the world knows it. <sighs> All thirty people. All right, so the backstory of this town is that they're three hundred years old. There's these these stones that kind of circle the town. The leprechaun can't move past the stones, which is. So is that where the leprechaun has always lived? He lives in the town, right? And then they move to the town, the ancestors? I don't I don't know, man. Um, our main characters are, are two couples. Mm-hmm. We get this um, Masters of History thesis line, so one of, that's why they're there. One of the, the, the main woman is getting her, her history thesis. So she's, Sophie? Yeah, Sophie. I got to remind myself of these names, man. Sophie. Sophie. Sophie, one's Jennifer, maybe. Is there a Ben? There's Jenny, yeah, Dr. Ben, Dr. and ben. then David. Dr. Ben's a real piece of shit. Yeah, he's, he's, he's the worst doctor, too. Yeah, well, he's like a, he's probably like a student, right? A student piece of shit. Um, all right, so they go to a bar, and they, they meet Hamish and his son. Well, they don't meet the son in the bar, but they meet Hamish, yeah. who's like this old old bar patron who gives him kind of the history of the town and says, if you really want, you know, the full experience, you got to go to this place. Let me take you there tomorrow. So he picks him up with his son. They drive him Mm -hmm. out to this like cabin. Yeah. Super sketchy. They're like, yeah, stay here. And then, you know, things take a turn for the worse. They lock him in there, takes a gold watch and he, he, hangs it i guess for as bait for yeah, the leprechaun to like yeah we see the, the leprechaun. leprechaun several times leading up to this just i mean we don't see him but we see like the the long grass being rustled mm-hmm. and he runs at him and then they shoot him away yeah he's so much more like a primal like creature in this which movie. works yeah he's, he's not even like a like in the original franchise he's like a person you know he's he's, he's a character he's lucky Right. Yeah. But in this, it's like he's he's a monster, is what he is. Yeah. He's an animal. Right. Um, so he he attacks, and so we find out that he wants the gold. He rips off Jenny's gold earring. That through a hatch that whoever built the house made. There's like in the fireplace, right? There's like a hatch. So in they the They probably built this house thinking this will be where we'll sacrifice people. Right. How would they know to sacrifice people? The, why would that be something they would know? Leprechaun know. wants his gold. How would they know he's a leprechaun? Man, each question <laughs> leads me back to another question. And our friend, when we were watching this, brought up a great question of where is he keeping this gold? Yeah, what's he doing with it? He doesn't have time to run back. Does he have a house? Mm. Does he just roam? Or where does he go when he's gone for a year? Yeah. Man, there's a lot of questions. And it's not like he has pockets. No, he's a monster. He's not eating it. I mean, that would make sense if he was eating gold to survive. He doesn't have powers in this one. No. So maybe he needs the gold to live. But we never see him being weakened. No. Because otherwise you just leave him alone and he'll die. Go past those stones and he's dead. Nothing to kill. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I can see why people gave this a bad, bad review. Um, so the, the four, they end up escaping and they go to, um, Hamish's house, which is right down the road and mm-hmm. they find, he's got this whole like elaborate 
light grid setup. Yeah. So here we find that maybe the leprechaun is doesn't like light. Yeah, because the... Yeah. That's never really explained either, though. No, well, the fact that we see him in the day and then this. Because the before credit scene is he kills someone. He kills a Two couple people, of people. Yeah. yeah. But We're in the daylight. Right away. Yeah, in the daylight. Um... So they're in Hamish's house and they find in the basement like a whole pile of stolen belongings. Yeah, this they've is, been doing this for a long right, so this time. This is where we get the idea that they've been sacrificing people for a while. Um, so we get a lot of backstory here about what, what kind of what we just talked about, about, you know, there was an old cave. They turned it into a mine. They took the leprechaun's gold. He's going to keep coming back until the debt's uh, repaid. That's where he lives. Lives in the mine, I guess. But we'll um, find out it wasn't a mine. They said it was a mine. Yeah, it was like a cave. Yeah, it was just his lair. Yeah. Um, this is where Hamish's son also has a change of heart, and he gives the whole, I don't know if I want to do this speech, which, I mean, one, one of my complaints about this movie is that it's predictable. Like, it's so yeah. predictable. Well, I mean, you should predict that going in. <laughs> yeah, pretty much every, like, major character arc, you can tell by the first time that character is introduced. Yeah. Which, I mean, I don't know if that's a super bad thing for a movie like this. Well, yeah, we're not expecting much from this movie, so go ahead, hit those beats, give us what we want. Yeah, give the people what they want. Yeah. Um, My problem is I don't have any answers to these questions. Yeah, I know. You gotta call up the WWE or whatever. I have a feeling they're not taking calls. Yeah, probably not. Um, Hamish and his son show up at the cabin to clean up the bodies. And some other guy. No bodies there, though. No. Yeah, Hamish's friend, whatever. Um, so. Yeah, they go back to the house. Yeah, they go back to the house. They find him down yeah. there, and then we get. He has the change of heart. Yeah, and he decides he's going to let him go. Um, Which this is another scene that boggles my mind that we get to. Which one? When, because they go up to the attic, and the leprechaun's up there. Well, follows him up there. He's not just up there for no reason. And then they start to kind of, the son, Hamish's son, Hamish Jr. Son of Hamish. Son of Hamish. Uh, begins to look around and start shooting at him and you just kind of get like, which is something this movie does very well is you get just glimpses of the leprechaun yeah. for the most part. Yeah. But then they go downstairs and he's eating one of them, maybe? Yeah. Uh, sure. Yeah. Well, at this point, we've already lost one guy. No, we didn't yet. I'm not even sure where you're at right now, but I'm just keeping up with you. Yes. <laughs> trying. No, no, we're not there yet because... No, I think I jumped ahead. Yeah, you sure did. Yeah, okay. Um, That's fine, though. Yeah, I mean, it's the, the order of, of things in this movie is of zero Because every scene feels like another scene that had just happened. Sure. It's... There's two sets. Yeah. Um one of the one of the things the standalone scenes in this movie that I liked but again is unbelievably predictable is the kids make a break for it this car this little old lady drives up and you know they're like oh my god help us help us help us she they get in the car she was the one who ran the pub yeah. earlier and surprise surprise instead of helping them she drives them right back to Hamish yeah the whole town's in on it yeah which i mean is a cool scene if it wasn't so damn predictable yeah um, so then this, this is cool though. So, um, after that they get knocked out somehow, 
they all wake up well, tied they, to trees. They all knock him out because they try to fight and oh, yeah, he hits yeah. him with the gun and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So all four of them wake up in a circle tied to trees. With, with gold like, around with, them. With gold around them. So this, this scene was kind of cool. Um, we, we got our first like halfway decent look at the leprechaun in this scene. If they're using gold as bait around these people, why don't they just give the gold, put it, the gold in a pile and be yeah, yeah. done with it? They obviously have the gold. That's a very fair question. Yeah, it's not like... Yeah, just give him the damn gold. If it truly is, as they explained, that the leprechaun's just waiting until his debt is repaid, yeah. just give him all the gold you have. Yeah, just hold on, we'll get you some more gold. Yeah, let me just find all my gold. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, moving past these obvious issues... Um, there's, a, some, there's some cool there's some cool gore in this movie in general um the scene he like swipes the gold off of uh the, one of the guy's chests and just like rips his yeah, this chest apart the guy. he's already in bad shape because he got his leg all messed up too earlier yeah um so that guy who got his chest ripped open actually frees not, frees himself ends up freeing everybody else not dr ben but no, the other guy. yeah the other guy david um david. and gets promptly eaten by the leprechaun yeah, kind of half runs off yeah i mean another thing is that in this movie the leprechaun actually like consumes people like he eats people yeah the maybe that's no no that's not gonna answer yeah any question. i mean warwick is not eating people no he's just killing them because he didn't like them just out of for sport yeah well yeah. he has a a goal and we know his goal and the reason for it yeah yeah i mean yeah, so the the kids head back to the cabin mm-hmm. in a brilliant turn of events, <laughs> and then my favorite my favorite scene in the movie, they're setting a trap for the leprechaun, mm-hmm. and um, so Sophie and Doctor Ben are standing with axes, right, yeah. waiting by the fireplace, and Jenny's gonna lure the leprechaun in. They're gonna smash it with the axes through the. They're gonna lure him in through, through that trap door in the yeah fireplace. Bingo, bango, bongo. Leprechaun's dead. However, the leprechaun is a little wily here. Yeah, this is where the first time... First time he shows any yeah, personality. Yeah, it's more like the other leprechaun. Yeah. He flips the tables, <laughs> grabs Jenny, and slides her through the hole. Yeah. Sophie and Dr. Ben just bash her head in with axes. Yeah. Which is a pretty awesome scene. Yeah, that that was not predictable. Right. Well, maybe it was, and we just were not giving the movie enough credit. Yeah. And then... What adds to that scene even more is that after that, the leprechaun like slowly slides her back out again. (laughs) Like he takes her back after her head got bashed in. Presumably to eat her. Yeah, which is great. And at this point with Dr. Ben, to prove that he's an asshole, we've seen many times where like when they're first running away from the cabin, the David falls down because his legs all hurt and he just looks and then he just keeps running. Yeah, he just abandons them. He abandons them several times. Yeah. Um... I mean, you know, there's a lot of chasing in this movie from here on out. It's it's mostly a chase movie taking place in different aspects. The only thing that really happens past this um, is we get another scene with Hamish and his son where... um, This is when they're in the attic. Yeah, they both have guns on Sophie. She's the only one left. Dr. Ben has gotten his spine. Dr. Ben, yeah, he becomes spineless. Thanks to the leprechaun. Do you think that's really what they're going for there? I wouldn't put it past it. All right, fair enough. Um, this is where we get the big final change of heart from Hamish's son. He, this rather is the than one I have problems with. Yeah, rather than shoot Sophie, he um, turns his gun on his father, 
who promptly falls down the stairs and gets eaten by a leprechaun. Yeah, I don't know why he falls down the stairs. But then the leprechaun blows past these two other people down the stairs, eats him. Hamish's son has a gun. He can shoot the leprechaun and, you know, get him away from him. But but instead he puts the gun down, sits at the top of the stairs and cries. Yeah. This is dad's being eaten. And the leprechaun leaves him alone, right? Yeah, the leprechaun goes up and walks past him. I think he throws him a couple of coins. <laughs> He's like, thanks a lot, nice. yeah. yeah. Have a nice year. I'll mm-hmm. see you next time. Um, last couple of minutes of the movie, Sophie, now the only survivor, I guess, other than the son of Hamish. Well, at this point, the, the group, when they were all together, realized we have to get to those stones and get past them. Right. So she makes a break for it. Um, first in the truck, then on foot. She's just running as the sun's rising. It's this kind of epic moment. Because she, and then she trips over... A bag of gold on the. I think it's the, the bag of gold that the couple had at the beginning. Okay. Why wouldn't the leprechaun have taken it? I because I don't know. Because it makes no sense. Anyway, why wouldn't he have found that gold on his own? It's <laughs> gold. He can sense it. Yeah. They use it. They put gold on the door, and he comes running from wherever the hell he's from. Yeah. That's why he comes up the first time we see him because Hamish is wearing the gold watch. Right. Um. <laughs> so she takes the gold from the bag that she tripped over throws it up in the air, says, fuck you, Lucky Charms. Yeah. And machetes his head. Yeah. Clean off. Yeah. Which seems like a pretty uh, uneventful death for the leprechaun. Well, yeah. I feel like this leprechaun didn't deserve a an epic death. And that was pretty epic, having his head sliced off. I don't know. It just felt like anybody probably could have done that. Yeah. Oh, all right. Cool. Why not? Anyway, that's the end of the movie. Yeah, he doesn't have he doesn't get killed or get hurt, shot fifteen times, and then comes back to life. Yeah, that's fair. No, he he's an animal. You hurt him in one way, and he gets hurt. True. All right, I'm with you on that. Which is how I I respect this movie. Respect. This respect movie. Is a strong yeah, word. yeah, yeah. I appreciate that about this movie where they treat him not like they would any '80s slasher. Yeah. But, I mean, it's very fair. Yeah. They, they they treat it with slight more realism for a le- as much as you can for a leprechaun movie. Yeah. But also I have the same problem with this one that I did with the original of, of that the lack of explanation about like what... I mean, I guess he doesn't have powers in this one, so there doesn't need to be an explanation. It's no, just that no, he's a monster. No, no, it needs... All those questions I've raised well, need... Yeah. Would have been done about, in one scene. Raised about 100 questions here. I didn't even know I had them. Yeah. Um, I mean, overall, I liked this movie, though. I, yeah, it was fine. It was a dumb... Yeah, it was what it was. It's it's almost incomparable to the original, but we're going to we're gonna try yeah. it for the sake of this anyway. Um, I feel like where the original went wrong with the humor and everything, tried to be humorous, and that didn't work. This one tried to be... Too serious. Too serious, but kept falling into the same tropes of other ones and that hurt it so yeah they kind of went they need to find a good middle path yeah if they're going to do more yeah which we'll see i mean after the poor show on this one yeah i don't know well straight to video on demand and select theaters yeah all right let's take a look at our two questions um first up we've got does this remake stand up to the original i think it's Does it stand up to the original? I think so. Yeah. I think the original one was pretty crappy, and this one was fairly crappy, too. Yeah. I think they... 
I think they tried to see what the original wanted to do. I don't know. That's not maybe right because of the humor, but I think they saw the potential of the horror in the original. I think they saw they had this original one, and then they've seen what other movies have done, like that movie The Clown, yeah, which I clown. think it, it came out after it, obviously, but that thing where taking this well-known ridiculous ridiculous buffoonish thing mm-hmm. that it's become and try to give it a scary origin yeah that's fair which is what essentially what they were trying to do with the first one yeah also that the the <coughs> fact that you just said the word origin brings up an interesting point why the hell was this called leprechaun origin it's not an origin story i feel like that's what ties it to the other ones is it supposed to be a prequel to the warwick davis series no because there's technology in this one yeah, so I don't understand what's an origin about it. It just blows my mind. Maybe it's because we learn stuff. But they're not even explaining the origin of that of this universe's leprechaun. It's 300 years later. If they wanted it to be an origin, they would have showed them disturbing it in the in the cave originally. They right? could have made a better movie. Probably. Maybe they should make a leprechaun origin origin. Yeah. This time, it's origins. <laughs> um, all right. Second and last question. We'll wrap up here. Should this movie have been remade? I don't even think it should have been made to begin with. (laughs) That's fair. Yeah. Um, I like what they did with remaking it, but mm -hmm. I think they should have just left it alone. Let it be the buffoonish thing it's always been. That's fair. I kind of agree with you now that you've said that. Mm -hmm. Initially, my answer to that question was going to be, Yes, it should have been remade because the original is so damn bad, to me at least. But um, no, it's it's bad. Seeing seeing how they remade it, I think maybe eh, maybe they should have just left it alone. Yeah, we didn't need it. No, no one needed this. But it happened. Also, to us. I mean, you could have you could take that Leprechaun Origins, take off the Leprechaun and replace it with with Irish Monster Origins, <laughs> and it wouldn't have to be a Leprechaun movie. You know what I mean? And it yeah. could be, it could be like you said earlier, like it would be a fine, maybe forgettable, but a fine standalone movie. Yeah. Which is what it basically is. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if the remake was a mistake, but um, it definitely it didn't, mistake. it definitely didn't like add anything to this, yeah. to the Leprechaun history or the Leprechaun franchise. It just franchise. threw some more stuff into a pot of mess. A pot. Nice. Mm, a pot of crap. Yeah. All right. Well. You got anything else to say about Leprechaun? Mm, I still enjoy them, but for the same reason I enjoy watching the Final Destination movies, where it's just fun to see the stupid, crazy stuff. To me, the Leprechaun franchise feels like something that you just, like, catch on TBS when you're homesick or something. Yeah, that's how I watched all of them. It was like a Saturday. Me and my friend watched all of them, and we were probably, like, 12. Yeah. That's how the the whole series. That's what these are aimed at, twelve year old boys. (laughs) That's the that's the vibe. Yeah, minus you know the sexiness of ladies. Oh Jesus. Or men, not discriminating. Well, on that note, (laughs) (laughs) I think we're gonna wrap it up. Um, Thanks so much for listening. This has been the remake mistake from WolfbaneBlooms.com. Head on over to Wolfbane Blooms for a bunch of cool quizzes, reviews, editorials, etc., etc. Um, we'll see you next time. I forgot the first rule of remakes, Jill. Don't fuck with the original. <laughs> <laughs>